Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Thief. Let's pray. Father God, we come into your presence with thanksgiving, with a grateful heart, and an attitude of gratitude, and we just pray, Lord, that you would help us to receive whatever you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we will be talking about our enemy, the devil. It's important to learn about the devil and how he operates because we need to be able to recognize the enemy so that we can escape his attacks. Let's open our Bibles. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Satan wants to destroy us because God made us and hurting us also hurts God. So he's looking for anyone and everyone that he can devour. John 8:44 says, "He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for is, there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies." Jesus warns us that Satan is a murderer and the father of lies. 2 Corinthians 11:14 says, "And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light." Satan pretends to be an angel of light. Remember, Satan is not some red horned lizard with a beard who carries a pitchfork. The devil is known for making himself and his deadly schemes look appealing and attractive. So let's talk about that and discuss Satan's first attack. Then God made Adam and Eve and they were made in his image. They didn't have any sin in them and they didn't have any attraction to sin. In Genesis 2:17, God commanded Adam not to eat of the tree from the not to eat of the fruit from the tree of knowledge and of good and evil because if they did, they would surely die. Shortly after Adam and Eve were created, Satan came to Eve as a serpent and pretended to be her friend. Genesis 3:4 through 5 says, You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. That was Satan's first attack, folks. Satan told Eve that she wouldn't die if she ate from the tree, that eating the fruit would make her like God. So let's take note of some of Satan's tactics. He pretended to be a friend And he made the fruit from the forbidden tree sound good by saying Eve wouldn't die and that she would become like God, knowing good and evil. He also used a partial truth. Adam and Eve did learn about evil. So Adam and Eve were now trapped. Eve listened to Satan and she believed him. She believed that the fruit wouldn't hurt her and that it would make her like God. Both she and Adam fell for Satan's lies and disobeyed the Lord. When Adam and Eve fell for Satan's lies and disobeyed God, they were caught in a deadly trap that they could never escape from, the trap of sin. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Sin is a deadly, toxic poison in our lives, which eventually kills us and separates us from God. So let's talk about the sinful nature. Now that Adam and Eve were prisoners of sin, they became attracted to sin. Everywhere a prisoner of sin goes, they are attracted to more and more sins because their hearts have become sinful. The devil's attack on Adam and Eve made us all prisoners to sin. Since we all come from Adam and Eve who became sinners, we are all sinners too. Basically, they sunk the whole human race.
but don't get too mad because if you or I were there, we would have messed up too. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Our sinful hearts are Satan's greatest weapon. Satan doesn't usually attack us directly, and he can't make us do anything. But Satan does use our own sinful hearts as a weapon against us. My pastor was talking recently about how he uses thoughts and suggestions to tempt us. James 1, 13-14 says, When tempted... No one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one of us is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. So according to these verses, it's our fault when we're tempted to do evil. It's our own evil desire that we're wanting to go out and sin. So let's talk about Satan's greatest weapon. Because of Satan's attack and Adam and Eve's choice to sin, We are all stuck in the trap of sin. We are attracted to it. Our sinful hearts are attracted to more deadly sin. The more sin we have, the more we're attracted to it. James 1.15 says, Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. According to this verse, sin brings death. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of our sinful hearts, we're attracted to more deadly sin, which keeps us away from God, just like the enemy wants. Jesus is our only defense against Satan's weapon of sin. So how do we defend against sin? If we ask Jesus into our hearts to be our Lord and Savior, he can take away our sin. Jesus takes the sin away so that we can have fellowship with him, but since we still have sinful hearts, we'll still be drawn to it, or drawn to sin. When we give our hearts to Jesus, whenever we sin, all we have to do is tell Jesus we have sin in our lives and ask him to take it away, and he will. One day in heaven, Jesus will even get rid of our sinful nature so we won't be attracted to sin anymore. So Jesus is our best defense against sin. When Jesus saves us, he sends us the Holy Spirit to live in our hearts. He also protects us from sin if we do what he tells us to do. It all goes back to obedience. Romans 8, 6 says, The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The Holy Spirit should be controlling our minds, but sometimes our minds are controlled by sin when we fail to focus our thoughts on Jesus. The Holy Spirit brought it to my heart a verse in Hebrews about how we are to look unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So when we get our focus off of Jesus and onto the world, that's when we're able to fall into the enemy's trap. But when we're focusing on Jesus, that's when we are staying on the right path. And that road leads to godliness and life and peace. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. According to that verse, we can make sure that our minds are controlled by the Holy Spirit by taking every thought captive and making it obedient to Christ. Another important defense God has given us is prayer. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation, The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. And when Jesus tells his disciples this, this is right before he's going to be on the cross and he's 
He's dreading the pain of that. But instead of focusing on that pain, he looks forward to what is going to happen as a result of his death and resurrection. And that's that he's saving all of mankind. So Jesus got his focus off his circumstance and onto God's plan and what would happen as a result of that. So it's important for us to also, when we maybe get distracted by life or different things kind of get in the way, we get into prayer and we were alert so that when it comes to sin, if we're not doing that, if we're not praying and we're not on alert, we can fall into temptation. So we have to make sure that we're walking closely with God and that we're very aware of the devil's schemes. In conclusion, Satan is a powerful and clever enemy, and he has poisoned all of us with sinful hearts. Now when we sin, it's our own fault, but Jesus can take away that sin if we ask him to save us. If we listen to the Holy Spirit and pray that we won't be tempted, we can watch out for our enemy's schemes and avoid the traps of sin. Let's pray. Father God, I pray that you'd help us to live strong for you. And when we mess up, I pray that we would be quick to repent and ask for forgiveness. Thank you, Father, for for sending Jesus and then for sending your Holy Spirit to just guide us and direct us and show us the way that we should live and to show us how to do right. And we just love you and we praise you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today and remember... Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.